0: Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren.
1: And I'm Brittany.
0: And today we're going to be talking about spells. Very (laughs) excited. But first, we want to thank all of our new listeners. We really appreciate everybody who's rate and reviewed. Um, We haven't gotten any new Apple Podcast reviews. So you guys, still stands, funniest review. If it's five stars, I will read it on air for all eight people to listen to. That's a total of 11 listeners will get to hear that very funny quip. So, you know, it's it's here for you. Um, and as always, please email your comments, stories, concerns, um, issues, anything, corrections. Um, engage in us in any way at CharmedAndAlarmed at gmail.com. Um, so today, ladies, we are going to be talking about spells. So give me, tell me your baseline. What do you know about spells? Because my baseline pre these notes was, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me go next because, again, I'm kind of <laughs> with Shelby on this one. Okay. I have a general idea of what they are only because, you know, uh, everything you see on social media, everything you've read in, like, fantasy books, you know, that's that's my general knowledge. That's where I've obtained most of my knowledge. And then little Guardium
0: Leviosa, not Leviosa, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Or any little tidbit Brittany likes to sprinkle here and there. She'll she'll tell us some stuff. <laughs>
0: most of my spells, it. as most of my word pronunciations, come from Brittany.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Well, I thank you. I think <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it, it was a compliment. Well, thank you. I was going to say you're my you know, master's
0: my- degree friends. I only have a few master's degree friends, and you're one of them. It's, well, a, it's well, a high yeah. honor.
1: Well thank you um i th- I like to I would like to thank um my ADhD's tendency to overshare and that's why you guys <laughs> have all this weird random fucking knowledge because we love I, it. I get excited I love it. Thank you I get excited and I want to share it with somebody and I'm like I, I really love like it this. so much I made you join a podcast <laughs> there you go it's just like I loved this I love this info so much it enriched my life so much that I want to give it to you so it'll enrich your life too um. So spells. Okay. I have a very, very simplistic view on spells. Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Yeah.
0: So I will not stop making that joke. It will I get five more
1: times. That's I'll fine. Give myself five more <laughs> times. That's fine. Uh you have uh, oh five more? Yes. After this. Okay. The total of seven. Total of seven total, I get. Total seven. Seven yeah. is seven one is, of my is a favorite. sacred number, right? Yeah, and seven is one of my favorite numbers, so there you go. Perfect. Um, So, a spell to me is any time that you create an intention, draw energy from somewhere, and then release it. Yeah. So, prayer in any way, shape, or form is spell work. Um, Using um, physical tools... Is spell work. You know my
0: favorite thing is to tell Christians they're doing witchcraft. Mm-hmm. It's well, my I mean, favorite thing to do.
1: I mean you, I mean you you literally are consuming a representation of the Or physical, if you're Catholic and the, the actual piece of the body yeah. Yeah. yeah of of you know a divinity of a divinity and that,
2: I was going to say that makes sense now. Because yeah. I was going to ask that question. I was going to ask if like prayers or like affirmations mm-hmm. would fall under spell work or not. Because yeah. if so, then yes, I do it. But if not, then no, I don't do it. Yeah. So
1: yeah. so depending on who you talk to, a lot of people will um, create cat- different categories for that. Like some people will be like, no, a spell requires this. A spell requires that. My understanding is that all a spell requires is intention, gathering of energy, and then a release. So, you know, let's take prayer because a lot of people in who are listening to this probably have some are familiar with it, at least familiar with it. Mm -hmm. So prayer, what you're doing is that you are asking for something. So that's intention. You are gathering energy by being in a space where you are speaking to something outside of yourself, Mm -hmm. Right. And then you release it. That that that's a spell. Amen. Yeah, because amen smote it be. Um, thank you. Um, in the name of of of, like whatever deity. Insert deity. Insert deity. deity. Mm -hmm. Um, because like a lot of people forget that prayer is not just for Christianity. Prayer is for all major religions Mm -hmm. and many, 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 many belief ways. So that's a spell. You know, um, I think And they
2: do prayer circles too, like
1: mm-hmm. so you're combining amplifying it. You're amplifying your energy, exactly. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I, I know that um I don't think a lot of people talk about it in that way because it kind of takes away the glamour. You mm-hmm. know? Like Yeah, I get that. Like people are like, ooh, I'm doing spell work i'm doing spell work i'm doing all this right. shit yeah. and it's like well i mean you are but but so
0: am i but when so I yeah pour my milk and my coffee which i'm gonna get to
1: right and you <laughs> yeah because even that's a spell Pour if you you know you're you're in a mindful state you're pouring you know creamer into your milk and as you stir it maybe you stir it three times clockwise and you think you know like my day is going to be great my day is going to be prosperous my day is going to be not shitty like
3: uh, yeah, yeah
1: but i mean affirmations are spells so i i'm one of those people where i'm like yeah lots and lots and lots of things are spells you you might just call it something different so for a
0: baseline, a spell, according to Britannica.com, um, which I found, I liked this definition the best. And it's my podcast, so I got to pick and choose. Um, <laughs> but they said it's word utter, words uttered in a set formula with magical intent. And I think that's the best definition because um, it has the word intent in it. And that's, yeah. I think, the most important part. Of what a spell is. Mm -hmm. Um, So spells are type of magic. And so I was like. Going to do what I usually do. And look up the history of it. But. There's no. Taking out the history. Of spells from the history of magic. And that will be. Its own episode. Because it's like. A long history. From a bunch of different cultures. Like you know. It has a bunch of. Different origins that now converge because we've all shared our shared our
2: information now. So, mm-hmm. so um, so I was like, go ahead. I was to say it uses magical as the word f- to describe intent, but if you're gonna apply it to like prayer, would it also be like more like miraculous intent or like I are mean, they intertwined?
1: I honestly think that miracles are a type of magic, mm-hmm. right? Um. That's my own well, personal and it's, thing. I, and I, also I mean, I think
0: Brittany's definition is the most accurate. Where you know it's a an intent, a uh, you know a focusing of energy and a release of energy, and um, you know that's I think you know the the word magical in this definition is probably to differentiate it from any other intent that a person would have, um, but. I, you know, in a sense, I feel like even religion is magical, um yeah, because you know it's it's relying on this all knowing all doing deity, um you know, or at in, least in, in most religions, yeah, yeah, um, or set of deities um who are very powerful versus like compared to us, so um. That's how I kind of interpret it is that, you know, the, the word magical isn't as important as intent. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Lauren, I think, and I think it really depends on who you talk to, but personally, I think that miracles are magical and Mm -hmm. yeah, because what it is, is you, there has been an intervention on your behalf by an external um being that is supernatural. Um mm-hmm. so like, you know, for a lot of people it's, they'll be like, "Okay, well, God." But a lot of um people will think angels do that. And it's like, so it's a supernatural being interceding on your behalf or giving you something mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that is positive. You know, cuz we don't think of miracles as negative.
2: yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like When you're asking for a miracle, you're asking for... Unless you
0: were the bugs who were about to eat Lazarus, then I don't think it was a miracle. You know,
1: know, they could find other things to munch on. I guess, but they were like, man, I was looking forward
0: to that guy. He's really salty, hasn't showered. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was only three days. Bugs don't start actually i'm not gonna say that because i don't know when bugs start i think it depends on the environment the the
0: one right and the um temperature the temperature i think is like one of the biggest factors for bugs
1: well because didn't they put lazarus in a tomb like a cave i guess i don't know i didn't read the bible Uh, i did and that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) it was a long time ago yeah But anyways, um, you know, we all do know we all can agree that Lazarus is a zombie, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, He just I just posed the question to get
2: people thinking about it because I personally think they are intertwined, interchangeable. Listeners, share this with your
0: very very Christian friends so that we can get some interaction because all news is good news. Um, (laughs) so get us in the news. Get the, the millions moms hey, march no, against us.
1: No, Shelby, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not prepared that for that. So many listeners. No, I hate that. <laughs> oh, I hate everything
0: about that.
1: Okay, oh don't get god. the
0: millions moms against us. God,
1: can you fucking imagine people like knocking down my door and being like, Hi, you have two husbands? And I don't like
0: that. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Don't get like, us the million. I'll I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Don't like, get the millions moms. Oh my god.
1: People already do that. And I'm just like <laughs> okay, thanks, a lot. This I'll is why we don't away.
2: share
1: our yes. super yeah.
2: personal information.
1: Right, like, like I'm just like, okay, thanks for that. I'll log that away. Like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, it's like, I okay, just, okay ma- imagine
0: ma- caring so much about a stranger's life that you would care. Right. You know?
1: I'm, I'm like, that is a lot of information. Or there are people
2: that will do that, though. I, yeah, I There are.
1: I know, and so. I'm like, I feel like those people don't have a direction and they're bored.
2: Mm-hmm. No, and so I think they're avoiding their own trauma and just trying Ooh, to- Oh,
1: Lauren hit the nail on the head. Work yeah. on
2: other people, so on, so on.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, so that they don't have to work on Yeah, if on they're focused on somebody else, they
0: can't focus on themselves. Uh-oh. Okay, well, here's our aye, 12 aye, minutes aye. in. Go to therapy.
1: If you can afford it. <laughs> oh, my God, and it came from Lauren this time. Not from either of us. <laughs> lauren, <laughs> technically, technically it? it came from lauren so technically
0: technically, technically. Oh, yeah um so anyway about about spells um so we'll get into the history of magic on another episode is basically what i was saying um but like a small sip- snippet of like the western type of magic that like we're more familiar with in our western uh culture over here in the west um comes with from, oh it comes from the greco-roman tradition um where they i guess there was a tribe in persia and they had a religion called zoroastrianism Astrianism, zoroastrianism and they and all these greco-romans believed that the zoroastrianismists Anastrianists um, held arcane and esoteric knowledge and could channel power from deities, spirits, and ancestors and use magic. And they were like, okay, well, that's something that only they can do. And then that's apparently how the word magic, the, like the word magic derives from being related to that. Hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just people seeing other people's cultures and being like, I'm gonna make assumptions.
1: So, yeah, and fun? I think I think some, I've noticed a running pattern the more that you talk about like historical yeah, things. The
0: more history people, we look up, the more patterns we
1: see. yeah, like people really deify ancient civilizations. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, cool. yeah, they had they definitely had information that we don't have now mm. that can mm-hmm. be as basic as like they knew how to do this because they did it every single day. Right. Versus we don't know how to do that because we've never had any reason or need to. Mm-hmm.
0: But. Or we've gotten like away from it with like, like if you think about this three sisters farming method, I know this because my um, nephew is like obsessed with farming. So I hear about it a lot because we also have a garden. So he talks about it to me a lot. Oh, yeah. um But like the three sisters method that was like, you know, used with, um, you Native know, Americans, even and, yeah. And ancient mm-hmm. Native Americans and and stuff. And then, now we've industrialized farming so much that we do like crop rotation and stuff like that. So we right. don't do that method anymore. And then like, then people start gardening and then they read about the three sisters method and they're like, oh, ancient esoteric knowledge. And it's like, yeah, I they mean, just did
1: that before farms. Yeah. I mean, do- <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, they're not wrong, yeah. but it's also like, it's, it's a skill that you didn't need. And now, right. Like, yeah. During that time. Again. For those who aren't aware, the three sisters method. Oh yeah, you, I guess you we should explain that. Yeah, you plant corn,
3: mm-hmm.
1: beans, and squash all together, and the beans um, use the corn as like their their means of climbing up something because beans don't they need do well yeah they don't do well on the ground they climb, and then squash the leaves are very very big, so they help to shade and protect the roots of the corn and the beans. So that they don't dry up as quickly. Mm-hmm. So it just made a lot of sense because you planted those three things together. Well, and they
0: use different um, nutrients in the soil too. Like right. um, the corn drains the nutrient, the nitrogen, mm-hmm. and I think beans are more like phosphorus. Yeah, pullers. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's very fun. And then, and then you you don't end up with because then you like, you know compost the like you know stalks and stuff when mm-hmm. you're done harvesting and so all those nutrients go back into the soil so you're not ever depleting the soil of completely those nutrients yeah like yeah. you would when you do crop crop rotation
1: right um and you know it's i i like to warn people like hey it's totally fine to like admire a past civilization and be curious about it but remember that humans have been humans forever right humans are just yeah and, humans. and yeah and we're I think smart that and
0: dumb at the same time we contain <laughs> multitudes
1: exact same time and so i think that it's important to to remember that when you think about that right and also to acknowledge that there definitely was skills that they had before including they were a lot more in tune with nature because they had to be it was a necessity right and so i think that we have not disassociated what's the word i'm looking for
2: i feel like we've romanticized the idea of
0: right well especially like we i i think we've like especially um you know how i like to rail against diet culture it like there's the whole um like paleo diet And stuff that was like a huge craze a few years ago where it was like, oh, this is how cavemen (laughs) ate. And it was like, yeah, because they didn't have access to beans, dude. (laughs) Like, You can just eat beans, man.
1: I had a professor who um, one of the things that they taught was um, anthropology of food. And it was one of my favorite classes ever. But they talked about like really popular diets and the paleo diet was one. And they kept bringing up where they were like, you know, but like they never, they they don't put into that diet the fact that you are trying to survive by running away from a cave bear,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: That you had to create your own tools in order to hunt to
0: kill that cave bear that to, you're trying to eat,
1: right? That, to survive
0: the winter,
1: right? That's also trying to kill you and eat you. Right. So it's like they were like, there's like a whole like integral part of this diet that it's just like there's completely, a phrase. Like,
0: that our very avid listener told me once a long time ago, and she will text me when she hears
3: this.
0: (laughs) Um, But it's like the, um, like call to nature fallacy or Mm -hmm. argument or something. And the um, like call to the past or something. I'll have to ask her. I'll, I'll I'll read her comments next episode. How's that? Um, (laughs) But like people think yeah, but people think that um, that that you know, oh, the ancient people, they just had it so right and you know, we never should have gotten away from the in these modern times we've gotten away from that. blah blah blah, we should go back to the past and you know do that. and it's like, dude, do you do you not know all of the torture devices from the medieval period like what are you talking about they did not not have their shit together
2: yeah not everything is as glamorous as it are romanticized or idealized whatever eyes you want to put into it is is it's not it's not everything
1: right (laughs) right yeah you're
2: not seeing the all the bad with all the good or vice versa yeah
1: right that and you know that's something that um i see that as very similar as like when i talk about like Folk medicine. I was like, I think mm-hmm. that holistic medicaid holistic healing and modern medicine should be used together.
3: Mm-hmm. Because, Both and
1: right, because I was like, I'm sorry that I have found nothing in the natural world that replaces my rescue inhaler. right. nothing. That's why it was
0: invented. That's why people died without it.
1: Right. Exactly. And people still do. And right. But at the same time, you know, I can definitely try to use herbal medication or herbal remedies for simple things that I'm like, you know, I'm going to use this in tandem. Now, you know, asterisk, 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 always check to see what interacts with each other, talk to a professional, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Because do even n- plants can have
0: interactions with your medication. meds. Yes. Like and they,
1: you they very much You do. need to check it. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that d- originally
0: all those medications were organic compounds at some point that they've right. refined and refined to find that it works. And now it's in a little tiny pill. But right. at, you know, it all started from figuring out what herbs to use. Right. That, you know, opiates come from opium, where they were like, well, these people don't have a bunch of pain anymore. <laughs> they're smoking yeah. it and they're like not
1: doing anything else, but it is they're a pretty good pain. pain reliever. Yeah. <laughs> um just a side note for that, if you guys want to um watch a documentary that's very cool about talking about the transition between like um herbal folk medicine into pharmacies as we know it today. Um, the BBC did a documentary called Victorian Pharmacy. And it's like four episodes and it's great. And they deep dive into that. They even deep dive into how the word drug came about. Anyways, but that same concept for me works with, um, you know, lessons from history. And now, you know, there's this fallacy that we believe that, you know, the further in the future you go, the more technologically superior you are. And it's like, so no yeah but I mean there are so many things from history of course that we can learn from and you can bring that into your present and those things mm-hmm. can work together it does not have to be an either or I personally have found that I kind of already naturally work with the seasons and mm-hmm. when I try to fight against that it screws with my mental health so much and my physical health as well so I'm like, okay, that makes total sense to me that I'm going to start working more with the seasons and I'm going to start eating seasonally when I can mm-hmm. and when it's available right, yeah. because your homegirl needs some dino nuggies occasionally. She Sometimes needs a good... you just need a nugget. You Sometimes you just need a corn <laughs> dog. That's all I'm saying. Um, and we don't food shame here. Food has no morality. Um, yeah. Food is just food.
0: Oh, you know how I love yeah. to say that. Don't make me rail against diet culture again. <laughs> right, I'll do right. it. Don't tempt <laughs> me. Don't make me sing.
1: Food has no morality. Um, but yeah, like it's like, you know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame anybody for being like, man, I, I really started learning about like the Vikings and I learned that they were actually like a super diverse, um, set of peoples and that they had a bunch of different types of religions feeding in to their, their mythos and that Viking was a job, not their name. Um, And And they'd do
0: shrooms, man. Yeah, a lot of so a berserker
1: rage. They'd get on shrooms and they'd just go ballistic. Yeah, felt no pain and had no inhibitions. So yeah, that's why berserkers were were fucking terrifying. Because first of all, they're naked. They're painted in blue. They're already floppy stuff coming at me. No thanks. They're high (laughs) as fuck. They feel no pain. They are very little. And yeah, uh, yes, of course, they're terrifying. But I mean, that's the thing, though. We're starting to have more and more studies that show that there is so much medical knowledge that can be found within uh, shrooms or magic mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And they're like, psilocybin is an incredible uh, thing. I don't know, a chemical, I guess. I guess a chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a chemical. Yeah. Listeners, exactly. right in. Right If right we're in.
0: wrong, we'll get engagement.
1: It, <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, like a lot of ancient cultures um, utilized that for, sure, definitely um, spiritual stuff, but it also helped with a lot of other things. So, yeah, it's like. And, and, you know, make it a full circle to spell work. um, They would utilize that in order to set an intention, you know, gather energy and mm-hmm. then release. Mm-hmm. Um, It's done through Taking trip. their
0: shrooms was a spell and right. it worked.
1: <laughs> well, and, and part of it, you know, because a lot of people have different tools that they mm-hmm. use in a spell. Side um, note. Please, please do. Do
2: we have a, like, herbology episode planned if not there's another idea
0: i do think we have one planned let's see hold on i can find out hold please do 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 herbs plants and herbs will release 227 so it's coming up pretty soon
3: we got
0: asterisk on that date because sometimes shit happens yeah <laughs> stuff happens, but Aster. about <laughs> two
1: twenty-seven. Yeah, around okay. maybe two twenty-eight. Yeah, herbalism uh, is a really cool subject that um, I would love to one day, if my ADHD allows me, to uh, deep dive into and start utilizing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well,
0: I'll get you a little, a little smidge in, uh, and then you can click all my links in my my document and uh, go do a little deep dive on your own. If you want, you know, my notes are your notes. Your notes are my notes. Everybody's notes. You know, I love you. I try try so hard. You have no idea. I adore Um, you. Thank you. (laughs) So back to spells. Um, So we were talking about like the origins of magic and how our ancestors were all smart and dumb at the same time. Um, So all cultures, (laughs) just like us, just, they are just like us. They had cool stuff in fashion, just like our Jinko jeans.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, all cultures have some sort of like magical beliefs. Like, um, it's the best way to explain, it's like the best way that they had to explain, um, you know, the stuff they didn't have the tools to understand at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Okay, this was I wrote this in the notes because I was like, I have to make this joke. You cannot convince me magic or or magnets aren't magic like you. I will not be convinced. (laughs) Electromagnetic poles. What does it look like? A freaking aura. The earth has an aura and it's called Mm -hmm. electromagnetism and uh, magic magnets are magic. I will not hear anything else. Don't write in. <laughs> um, We don't need that. Enga- I don't need that engagement in my life. You can send me all your scientific videos that you want. I will not watch them. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> magic is just science we haven't figured out yet. Exactly, right? and or science we have figured out that I refuse to learn. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I honestly very much see magic and science as the same thing. Okay. Right. Like, why are these? Yeah. Why are these considered separate? It's like, oh, okay. Look at. I bet you stuff that you listeners out there you get some of britney's stuff if you if you (laughs) you what's what stuff that is um will remain in a mystery but you are playing on a very small piece of equipment that's made of glass metal and some other bits that gives you access to almost all of the known knowledge in the world and you play games on it. <laughs> like, but think about that. Think about that. A hundred years ago, that would have been magic. Oh, yeah. That would have been a beyond. screen that
0: blows. Yeah. yeah By the, itself, no cord. How? Right. How'd you get the electrodes in there?
1: Beyond comprehension. A lot of the medical stuff that we do nowadays that's possible would have been just a hundred years ago. Which to us as a human seems like a long time, but over the course of history, that is it's a one generation. Part. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or I guess it's like several generations, but like one human lifespan, basically. Right, and
1: it's like those things would have been unfathomable, unfathomable. It would have been magic. Mm-hmm. Go back two hundred years ago, it definitely would have been magic. It would have been. You're almost getting burned at the stake. <laughs> Burning at the stakes only really happened uh, in the Middle Ages and mostly in Europe. There was never a witch that was burned at the stake.
0: Figure of speech. I know. They they pressed him with a piece of of rocks. They pressed him and they kept saying more weight. I know. I know the whole story. Yeah. We'll do this. Oh, we should do the Salem witches because because I went to Salem and I learned a bunch of shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you take notes? Um. Oh yes. I mean, oh, it's in my brain, but it's logged under cool info, so it's cool there forever. Shit. So, like,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. But there is a very good podcast. Um, shoot, what's it called? It's by the same guy that does lore, Aaron Mankey, okay. and it's called I cannot remember. I will have it linked in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Unobscured. That's what it's called. Unobscured, and he does a deep dive. I think it's like a ten episode. Um, it might be more, it might be fifteen or something, but he does like a bunch of episodes just on the Salem witch trials, mm-hmm. which like Nina remind you, only like thirteen or fourteen people died. Like sixteen. Sixteen. It was like yeah. sixteen
1: or nineteen or something like that. But the yeah. reason under why- twenty
0: people died. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's like it was not a
0: huge era of of witch things. It was just like a fever in a town. But yeah, it um, happened
1: so quickly. Like, so many people died in such a short amount of time. That's why it became, like, why it's so prominent nowadays right. today. Why we remember it because, and then, you know, not to mention the hundreds and hundreds of people in jail. from that Right. Too. Also, yeah. re, uh, you can edit this out if you want, but remind me. I never we, do. Okay. But <laughs> maybe if I say it out loud, I will remember. I will probably remember because it infuriated me when we get to the Salem episode Salem Witch Trails episode remind me to emotion vomit my rant yes. about the witch museum oh i want to
0: hear this rant it is i can't wait listeners teaser for a different yeah. episode yeah. Uh, that will be in the future hold on i'm going to look at the look at the calendar uh it's going to be <laughs> Eight, seven. so August seventh, we're doing. I'm just gonna write it down. Salem witch.
1: Yeah, it's I. I have lots of things to say about it, and very, very, very little of it is positive. I yeah.
0: can only guess why. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Salem witches. Not yeah. it, bad time. It was a bad time. Yeah. You guys. The witch house it was, not was a great cool. Time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Which house, which house, A plus, uh, the Witch Museum is double negative F.
0: Negative F. So yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> um, and if you work so, there,
1: um, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry.
0: If you work there, share this with your coworkers. All engagement is good
2: engagement. Please get our get our
0: interaction numbers up. Like our posts.
1: Comment you know, on them.
2: Hate comments. Brittany is going to have to put up like this major protection spell.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's okay because nothing I'm going to say is going to be untrue. That's true. Yeah. Nothing, nothing will be untrue. And there were some positives to it, which I will, you know, exemplify. Yeah. We're an all, all,
0: all equal or an equal opportunity hater. We'll tell your pop. But, but
1: mainly it is a thumbs down (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. Anyways. I'm very excited to hear that rant. Anyway. So, (laughs) um,
0: magical cultures, magnets are magic. Anyway, um, yeah. so a lot of people have some rules about spells um, and like they've, you know, changed and morph over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have believed that, you know, if you say the spell wrong, not only will the spell not work, but you'll die. Um, I don't think that's true or else I'd probably be dead. Um, <laughs> so, um, and like some some people think it should be like in arcane languages. Mm-hmm. Hey, JK Rowling, it's you. It's you who thinks that. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, none of that's true. You can just do whatever you want. We don't, I mean, if you have rules that might work better for you to follow your own rules, but mm-hmm. in general, you don't have to. Um, so let's see. One example mentioned in the Britannica article talks about the Maori people. Um, they have a spell to give them speed and grace in the canoe because like that's a big part of their culture is going Mm -hmm. and doing stuff in their canoes. Um, And the spell references the swiftness of the bird on the wing and uses onomatopoeic phrases to mimic the noises of a fast boat and the sound of the sea. So like very, I just thought that was the most interesting thing um, about like make, like making your boat Fast and graceful on the water by making, like, water sounds and talking about the birds and stuff. I just, I don't know. It touched my soul. I loved it.
1: Maori, like, lore and just culture in general. Right. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it, it really looks is. Super cool.
1: It's just amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm always for boosting indigenous representation. Um I love- Right. I was like, let's, I I want to boost them and then shut up and let them talk because a spotlight should be for them. Um, But yeah, if you guys ever want to do a really cool deep dive into lore that isn't talked about that much, Mayor Lore is
0: really cool. 1010 recommend. I'm putting it on the list. 814, everyone. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Okay. I will say for that, um, it would be really, really cool listeners out there if any of you are of Maori descent or know somebody who would like to talk about their culture on you you have till
0: August to tell us about them
1: that would be really cool though because I would absolutely love somebody from that culture to talk about it you know yeah I'll
0: try and find someone I I tangentially know somebody from New Zealand well they live in New Zealand they're from here Ooh. um I, it's a friend of a friend who i've also instagram messaged before and they've messaged back so that <gasps> oh counts no. as a friend right um so maybe they know somebody <laughs> they messaged this
1: back Poor we Lord. both make bras so yeah. <laughs> um. okay uh total tangent edit this out shelby i have decided that Please just make all my bras. I will pay you whatever money you want. Well,
0: we're almost the same size. So because,
1: Oh my god. I If you are a person who wears a brazier, okay? And you buy like mass-produced brasiers, will probably understand my pain when I say that like you will find a particular store that sells a particular brand that sells a particular style that you like. And when they, for some godforsaken reason. You
0: should see Lauren's in my faces. Like, we know yeah. exactly what she's yes. about yeah. to say. And we yeah. are pissed on behalf of her. Yeah. <laughs> and they are
1: like, we're going to change the design but call it the same shit. And you or put discontinue it, it completely. Or discontinue mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then you put it on your booblets. And it doesn't fit the same anymore. And, you're just and now like, you're a different size. Right. Yeah. And, Right. And then so like you're like, well, maybe my body's changed, which is totally cool, whatever. But then you wear the bra that worked before that's the same size, same fucking everything. And then it doesn't fit anymore. And you're just staring into the abyss and you're like, why, God, did you do this to me? Now (laughs) you have to
2: go try on 50 different bras Mm
1: -hmm, to mm -hmm. find
2: the one that gives you a similar fit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what's been happening. I mean, that's recently, why I gave up and started making mine. So. Which is,
1: you know, and I'm I am fully prepared to throw money mm-hmm. at that because all of the bras <laughs> now dig. They ride super high, like into my armpits, and dig, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like I can probably tell you why. So you have.
0: I I know. Okay. Do you want me to tell you why, or do you want me to cut this out and I'll still tell you why? But I'll I don't cut give it out a shit. <laughs> I
1: don't give a shit. Okay. If it's information that will help somebody else, I don't care. If if so, if the knowledge that I, a 33 year old woman, have breasts bothers you, you shouldn't listen <laughs> this to her podcast. the wrong podcast. <laughs> you are in the wrong place, <laughs> my sweet summer child. Go forth somewhere else. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so I have an intimate knowledge of Brittany because we've been friends since we were 13. And, um, I know that she has 12. I know (laughs) that she has Omega shaped boobs. Um, so what that is, is the root is smaller and then she has it like grows out from the chest, but like her root is smaller and then it like balloons out. It looks like you stick a balloon just straight onto somebody's chest. Like you just taped a balloon onto her chest. Um, there's a cat to interrupt this. perfect. Um, so so because of that, you have a lot of volume that your wire doesn't account for mm-hmm. in a standard sizing. So if you are like a 38 double D, that wire is going to assume your breast root, is big just like the rest of your boob. But your breast root isn't big like the rest mm-hmm. of your boob. It's small, which is another normal shaped breast. Like, I, you know, all breasts are normal breasts. I have a cone-shaped breast. It's fine. All breasts right.
2: are good. Um, but I now need to know my shape, Shelby.
0: <laughs> I I think you're kind of like me in the breast root. Like, I mean, I have pretty typical breasts. Like... I didn't start making bras because my breasts were so big that I can't find a bra um, or like they're so unusually shaped that I get the issue with um, like Brittany gets where the, the, her wire is too big. She needs a smaller wire size, but with the same amount of cups. And it's like, you almost can't find that mass market because
1: bras yeah, are made just to fit like very average yeah. people.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they have to choose something, you know, they have to pick oh, yeah. something to make. Like I, I, I try, I try not to fault the bra making companies because like to make bras are a support garment. So in order to make them f- wearable, they would have to make just like an infinite amount of sizes, mm-hmm. Um Just because, you know, it's supposed to fit your chest really tightly and it's supposed to fit around your body really tightly. Um, Not like really tightly. It shouldn't be like leaving marks for very long after you're done wearing it. But you know what I mean? Like it's a very close-fitting garment. So, um, you know, it would just be incredibly hard and very expensive. They would become prohibitively expensive. If they put out as many sizes as were needed – it would become prohibitively expensive for everybody, or it would um, have
1: to be where you would go to like a shop to have some and get it custom it made, for yeah, you.
0: which is prohibitively expensive for most people too. Like I, right. as a person who makes bras for other people, that's it's prohibitively expensive. I know it. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it's a price you're willing to pay. Because, right, okay. and it,
0: you know, I am. Um, I do like to teach teach things. But anyway, yeah. if your wire is digging into your armpit, you need a smaller wire. And you can buy a wire online. Cut out, like snip it at the um, underarm where the mm-hmm. where the wire is hitting you. Snip into the the casing that's holding the wire. Pull that old wire out. Put the new wire in and just sew on top of it um, so that it closes that hole you made. And that's how you can change out your wire. So if you know your wire size is smaller than what your um, cup size is built for mass market, then you can buy a wire online. There's a bunch of places to do it. Bra Builders, Gigi's Bra Supply, um, Bra Builders. um, Did I say Bra Builders first? You did. Bra Builders, Gigi's Bra Supply. What's the other one? Bra Maker Supply, um, Madeline Intimate's. Uh, Emerald Erin, if you're in Canada, bra Maker supplies in Canada. Um, uh, you know what? I already have a document with a bunch of links. I'll link it in the show notes. Anybody? It goes all the way to Europe. I haven't found an African supplier for um, bra making supplies. Um, so if anybody has that, feel free to write in and I'll add it to the list.
1: Um, I'm sure. I'm sure South Africa has something because they are extremely. Oh yeah, huge, for sure. huge metropolis. So is Egypt. Um, yeah. But, right. You know, yeah, trying... I just
0: haven't found one yet because I, I usually just wait for people to, like, write it in. And I think, you know, I'm in predominantly English-speaking
1: um, right. yeah.
0: groups, so it's mostly people from Canada and Europe that right.
1: comment shameless, or from... Shameless uh, plug here. Um, if you want to learn how to make your own brassiere and get more information like this, you should check out Shelby's business, Cherries, Cherries on,
0: top. on Top. Lingerie at gmail.com. Email also, me. Also, set up ten, a class.
1: I can fully you know, indoors, not just because she's my bestie. Um, But um, what Shelby makes is very lovely. It's, it's very beautiful, which to me, I love things that are pretty and practical. Mm -hmm. So um,
0: I forced them to try on bras. The last time I saw them, Um, I was like, put this bra on um, so I can see like how, how different our sizes are. So I could like get an idea of what size mm -hmm. we're all almost exactly the same. I think Brittany is like a little smaller around the, the band, a little bigger in the the boob and Mm -hmm. lauren and i are almost exactly the same i've gained some weight so lauren your band might be smaller than me now um but anyway we're perfect in every way thank you um
1: (laughs) um, so coming back to spells though so back to spells (laughs) yeah
0: um if somebody tells you there's a rule you don't have to listen to them um one example did i already read this the maori spell yes touch Mm -hmm. my heart that's how we got on this um, anyway, that is our fourth tangent, and we will go on more.
1: So yeah. buckle up. If you don't like a tangent podcast, get out of here. This um, yeah, there's at least two of us diagnosed with ADHD. So. Yeah, I mean it's
0: just not going to happen. So you know, just we. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean if we're we're we don't have to be everybody's favorite thing so it's fine if you don't like us it's okay we're we're okay with it
1: we're all about um, quality over quantity anyways
0: yeah um so they've done so so okay what i was saying at the beginning mm-hmm. um was about how i usually do history but we don't have a lot of history because mm-hmm. it's like we would do it in like a history of magic episode so well, what i a did history of was humanity
1: episode really If you wanted to talk about the origin, it would be a world's religions
0: episode. Like, yeah, yeah, ancient religions. So, um, so what I did was okay. I had heard about some studies that, um, like the more steps in a process that it takes to do something, your brain sees a better outcome. So, like, the more steps in a process in like um like if you add steps in a process for like taking mental health medication maybe for example like i have to take mine at a certain time and it's at a different time than the other one cuz i'm on two now um and oh so <laughs> <laughs> um my serotonin it cannot dip it doesn't like being dipped apparently so um but anyway so i take it at two different times Um, And apparently, according to some scientists, that like extra step of having to take it in the middle of the day versus the other one at night. And, um, you know, if I have to like, if I keep it in a certain spot, then I have to walk to it. Those little rituals that I have to do around that will make it more effective Mm -hmm. in my body because it takes me more steps and it feels more complicated to do. So that's what they found in studies. The more complicated a ritual is the more people perceive it working. Um, So I'd heard something like that, and I was like, I guess I got to find that.
2: I feel like that's the opposite for me. If I see something really complicated, and I've never done it before, I'm least likely to do it.
1: You know, I wonder if it has to be – But if you did do it,
2: it would be more effective –
1: I almost feel like there has to be a happy medium with that because there – I understand where Lauren's coming from as far as like – You work. have to believe it'll work too. Yeah. Like no. I can see where if it's too complicated, then you hit overwhelm.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. I would be yeah. looking for ways to simplify the process or I'd just be like, okay, not that one. Let's find a different yeah. one.
1: Well, I was thinking about recipes. Yeah. That's kind of
2: like along the line or just anything in general. If it's like, too, too many steps, too many processes, like – If you simplify it for me, then it doesn't seem so overwhelming.
1: Yeah, like I think – because if you think about a recipe – okay. So if you have a recipe that is too simple, then you don't feel like you have enough direction. And you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, okay, how did we get from that step to that step? But if there's too many steps, then it's overwhelming because you're like, that is so much that I have to do. But if you have a happy medium in between – where there's enough direction that you know what you're doing, but it's not so little or too much. It almost sounds to me like it would have to have a Goldilocks. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have to have like, there's a Goldilocks, like, uh, come on, brain. Effect. Yeah. Like you would have to find. Like a-
0: uh, yeah. Like an amount of steps. Yeah. A like Goldilocks amount of steps. Yeah. yeah. But
2: see, then this asks the question, are we really just looking for a routine? something yeah. to like set in stone. Well,
0: so here's what they found. They did a study in Brazil. Um so in Brazil they have um simpatias which and I feel free I we have a listener in Brazil um Hello. and he should correct me. Um I did text him this morning to ask him how to say it just to make sure I was saying it right and I think he could, was too busy, which is fine cuz he has a life and that's okay and I love him. Um so sympathias are rituals um, that that people believe um, can help them like uh, quit smoking or ward off bad luck or so they'll do these little rituals for like a lot of different things um, so I, I did one of the examples was like treat asthma and I was like both and both and both and yeah. <laughs> my so, asthmatic ass over here is like ah. both and it with the <laughs> asthma um off bad luck you can do one this one right both and it with the other one also quitting smoking can be very hard you can fail a lot of times and it's okay and you just you know feel free to jump back on the wagon anytime get as much help as you need mm-hmm. do you know the things because it is better for your health if you can um so uh, they wanted to see that the scientists wanted to see if it would work in different cultures so they did find it that the the people doing the simpatias it they felt like uh you know the the thing that they did was more successful so they had, like had them take like a hard math test or something like that um and then they the people who did the simpatias did better on the tests than the people who didn't do them um so they wanted to see if it would work in different cultures who don't believe in the simpatías so they had some people from the US from varying you know socioeconomic and and back other backgrounds um do the same sorts of rituals um and the finding was the same that the more complicated the ritual the better the result was perceived by the performer um and other studies have shown that performing the rituals can relieve anxiety so that might be a reason that the people performed better um because they did this ritual and their brain went i did this ritual i don't have to worry about it anymore Mm -hmm. because i gave it over to a deity the universe Mm -hmm. energy anything else um so then their anxiety was lower, and then they ended up doing better. So who's to know if it's spicy psychology or if it's magic or if it's science which, that we don't understand yet or what?
1: Which um, are all the same us- thing. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right, they're yeah. They're all literally the same thing.
2: It's, you know, right. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> all of the above.
1: <laughs> you know, Lauren, going off of what you said about it just being a routine, something that routines do is that they switch your – mindset into like whatever you're doing mm-hmm. so a lot of people say that having a morning routine and a night routine is really really helpful because it signals to your brain you know it's time to wake up and we're doing our day we're starting our day and then it signals to your brain hey we're done with the day we're getting ready to go to sleep mm-hmm. so the
0: nighttime routine is a- really supposed to help with um Insomnia, if you have I mean, can't help it's a both and it's a both and yeah, uh, because it can't always help, you know, everything, but um, it does help a lot with insomnia.
1: But it also, I mean, we do that a lot with children. Children who have a routine at night or in the Mm -hmm. morning have a tendency to sleep better, have a better time waking up. So, you know, I wonder if there is some correlation with that where it's like, okay, it's a routine. You're doing a specific routine or ritual around this thing. Mm-hmm. Now you, you are have in... an
2: intent,
1: mm-hmm. right? You're, you're now in that mindset, right? Yeah. And so it's so much easier for you to do the thing if you're in the proper mindset for it. Um, yeah, that is really, really interesting. Spicy, right? right? I love. And It's um, also,
2: well, I was gonna ask about will ask about. I'm not sure if that's the right thing. Um, back to that like complicated ritual stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't say the name because I'll butcher back it. To yes. There we go. Um, <laughs> maybe it's more effective because they had more concentration mm-hmm. because they had right. to pay attention to each step. Therefore, they had to slow down their thinking and their thought mm-hmm. process. Yeah, and therefore they were more grounded into that intention that they were trying right. to set.
1: Yeah, yeah. And getting yourself into that mindset, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a both
0: sort of thing. Like the um, habit of doing it is probably like sets your brain into that like okay, I'm changing gears mode, and mm-hmm. then the focusing on the individual steps probably puts your brain in like a okay, we need to slow down make sure we're doing this right, you know, Mm -hmm. before. So, you know, if you have tiny little rituals that you want to do before a test or before a big meeting at work or Mm -hmm. performance, something like that, go ahead and do it. I will add this caveat. So, um, you know, I have this in, in my notes, like there are common practices that can be considered spells just like Brittany broke brought up in the beginning. She always guesses where I'm going with it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like wishing on birthday candles or tossing coins into fountains. Those are Mm -hmm. spells too. Um, So sometimes the belief in rituals can become harmful to a person, um, especially in the case of OCD and OCD Mm -hmm. isn't, you know, I think, you know, most people are starting to understand this, that OCD isn't about cleaning and it's not just about like um, counting things or whatever, like was on monk. Like it's a, it's a, disorder and if it's serious it can be like life altering life halting um and and sometimes life endangering so you know ocd is not just like a cute little thing that I, oh my god i'm so nerdy i'm so ocd about how my how my planner is like n- 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 n-, i wouldn't say that so um yeah. yeah so if if you are finding yourself doing little rituals because it makes you feel better but they are starting to get convoluted or you have to do them so often that it is getting in the way of your social life or your work life or school life
2: or um, – And I'd like to say, if you say feel better as in like you feel like your life depends on it. Like, right. Yeah. Kind of that yeah. thing.
0: It's
3: whenever- and that's a, that's
0: a very OCD thing too. Like they they feel like mm-hmm. their their whole family is going to die if they don't do this you know, little ritual or they're – um, you know they are going to die or they'll have a panic attack um, right
1: those things are supposed to serve you, not the other not way the around. other way around. If you yeah. get to a point where you feel beholden to them, that's when they're really there is an issue, yeah and you know me,
0: I always have to tie it to diet culture. Um, but I was you know gonna say therapy, but you know <laughs> also therapy go, I mean, if you have the money, go see a therapist. um, but i I started listening to the podcast I Way by Jamila Jamil, and um she talks about with somebody, um, how that person's OCD manifested very much like an eating disorder, like very controlling of the amount of food or the type of food, like orthorexia is like a type of OCD. So that's also something that, you know, don't, food doesn't have a morality and your little rituals don't have a morality. And if they're in the way of your life, go talk to somebody about it and they'll help you. There's a lot of help available, um, especially for OCD. Um,
1: yeah. so. You know, and it, that could be in any number of things mm-hmm. too. Um, if you are not aware that you're on the spectrum, and right. you start having things like that, it's just good to go talk to somebody about it. In general, even if you're not neurospicy, if it turns out that you're not neurospicy, there's something going on, and it's okay right. to trust. It's okay to trust your body when it's giving you a signal that something is going on, um, right? you know, and kind of going back to, you know, what we were saying about being in a mindset and everything, that's why affirmations work. Mm-hmm. And I know affirmations have kind of been taken over by the new age community. Um, but affirmations have been proven again and again, and again to work, even if at first you don't believe them. You mm-hmm. eventually get to a point where you've told yourself it so much that your brain starts perceiving it as true. So mm-hmm. like if you start even just jokingly complimenting yourself, you will eventually get to a point where you will believe that. And while that can be very, very, very good, it can also be very, very, very bad. So I mean, I think the pearl is you had like
0: really critical people around you in your formative years. And your inner dialogue is a lot of negative self-talk.
1: Yeah, that ain't you, honey. That is what you were spoon-fed your entire fucking mm-hmm. life. And now you have no idea how else to think about yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, it all ties to, I, I mean, I think the pearl of wisdom in here for me is too much of anything isn't good yeah and i have seen and i see this happen a lot with baby witches and you know what it it happens it's natural so i usually don't like intervene with it because i'm like whatever you know um when they really start deep diving everything like before they do anything they got to read a card they got to pull a tarot they got to do a spell they got to do you know like whatever cool beans cool beans my my my, my good dude do that You'll get to a point whenever you're confident enough in yourself that you realize that you don't have to. Right. And that's okay. But if you get to a point where you notice a pattern within yourself that, you know, like Shelby said, it gets in the way, mm-hmm. you know, or like Lauren says, that it's something that you suddenly can't control then that's a really good indication that you need to stop right and and reflect upon what like why are you doing that um and i think everybody has moments like that in life cuz it can be all kinds of things it can be behaviors like you're mm-hmm. like why do i do that why do i do that every time i'm met with this sort of situation and it really takes a very courageous person to stop and ponder themselves um you know i mean lauren really hit nail on the head when she talked about, you know, people that are so concerned about other people's lives that don't affect them in any way, shape, or form is because they're not doing any of their own internal work. Mm -hmm. They're not, you know, and I understand that that can be really, really hard and really, really difficult, especially when you don't have the tools to do it. So, you know what, this is your Auntie Brittany telling you, it's very courageous and brave of you to stop and ponder and consider why you're doing something, and it's okay if you need to ask for help mm-hmm. for somebody to do that with you. Right, I love you. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, there, That's you my, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening and to the podcast. Like
0: <laughs> that includes being an asshole to yourself. If you find you're being an asshole to yourself, mm-hmm. um, try some affirmations. Uh, And some people can't go to the ultra positive affirmations right away or sometimes ever. So like I, I've experienced this sort of thing with the body positivity sort of side of my thing, trying to, you know, be okay with how my body looks all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, getting to a body positive place where you're like, I'm beautiful, I'm like amazing, I'm successful. Um, that can be really hard for a lot of people, especially people who've had like severe body dysmorphia and stuff like that, where they don't, they do not see themselves ever as thin um, or, you know, or beautiful or whatever. Attractive. And getting, yeah. right. Um, and getting to a place of just body neutrality is what they find power in so you know my body's that. fine yeah my body's okay my body is just another body my body is just a human body um that's that's a fine affirmation if you want to you know use that as an affirmation it just doesn't have to be i'm amazing i'm successful i yeah. am healthy i am wealthy i am the bitch or whatever <laughs> like right. it doesn't always like Which- they can be that that's also a good good right. way to do that's it that's a fucking but- bop but yeah, yeah, I love it. But yeah. but if that's not your if that's not working for you, mm-hmm. try scaling it back, you know? Just be like, my
1: body is a body. Yeah. My body is okay. Like my therapist, one of the ones that I did was it's okay for me to trust my body. Yeah. Or it's, a, it's like my body's telling me something for a reason. It's okay to trust my body because mm-hmm. Diet culture really has infiltrated so much into, and it's not just diet culture. It's just,
0: but yeah, uh, it's it's just the the most mainstream example that's very
1: easy to relate. But like, oh, you're not hungry. You just need to drink water, right? It continuously tells you that you cannot trust your body. Your body's always trying to work against you, and it's like, nah, hun, you're hungry. If you're craving chocolate, try an apple. It's like, no, you're craving chocolate for a reason. Eat the damn chocolate. Like eat a piece of chocolate, right? Don't, and don't there is so many studies coming out now that show that dieting in the way that we do it in our society is showing to be extremely detrimental to your body. To the oh, point, it's horrible. To the point where it it slows down your metabolism. Um, you have it difficult- causes
0: an endless cycle of mm-hmm. of dieting and gain, gaining weight, dieting and gaining yeah. more weight, dieting and gaining more weight.
1: And so, you know, when you get into, like, a, a cycle like that or the mean voice in your head or something like that. Right. Um, what started helping me was stopping and going, who does this benefit?
3: hmm
0: Does it benefit a giant corporation like Weight Watchers or Noom?
1: hmm Does it, you know, or the mean voice in your head that tells you, you know, you are – you have no worth. You have absolutely no worth. You are worthless. Mm -hmm. to stop and go who does that benefit and it's okay for you to be like not me and not know who it does benefit if it's just like yeah not me if the
0: answer is not me
1: then spray bottle it spray bottle it in your head
0: yeah take the bottle that thought
1: Take the holy water spray bottle for big cat and (laughs) and spray it on um big husband calls them weasels brain weasels just spritz yeah. the brain weasel and be like, no. Spritz them. Right. But you know, yeah, it's you know, and Shelby, you just completely read my mind. It's okay. It it is a tall order to give yourself, to expect yourself to go from I detest my body to I love my body. Right. Or I hate myself to I love myself. Right. There's steps in between there. So you can always hit neutrality and that's fine to be like you mm-hmm. it was like my body functions. And you know yeah. there are people,
0: Jamila Jamil, um, with the I Weigh podcast, highly recommend. I like it. Um, also, Maintenance Phase podcast, um, mm-hmm. highly recommend that if you want to know why everything's trash, that it'll tell you why. Um, but <gasps> the Jamila, you know her, it, everything about diet culture is trash. Okay, um, I, I should have I should have sp- said that 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 caveat. Everything with diet culture is trash. Um, sure. But uh jamila get got to a place of body neutrality and that was like that's it that's all i got like i i spent 20 years she said i spent 20 years hating myself hating my body this is the best i got so Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and and if that's the best you got that's also okay anyway spells here are some ways to do some spells um don't do weight loss spells do not do weight loss spells, or I I have a thing against love spells too. Like if they don't like you, I let them you. go. Ew, they're gross.
1: Well, um, and I think there's only one caveat to that. I think it's really awesome when you do a love spell on yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Oh my <laughs> god. I never even thought of that. Oh, I love it so much. Um. So anyway, here's some ways to do some spells visualization. So you don't need any tools to do spells. Um, a lot of them will name a lot of tools that you can use, but you don't need them. Um, so we can visualize, um, some people call it manifesting. Some people like meditate on an intention. Um, some might call it like daydreaming, uh, Uh, scripting, but that's what scripting is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Scripting or, um, like the secret, if you read the book, the secret, um, which I don't recommend. Uh, so, um I don't think they're doing it right. Like you can't you can't manifest your way out of cancer. Um and the book definitely
1: says you can. And so just anything, don't read it. Anything anything that requires you to pay a lot of money in order to learn it. When it comes to spirituality is a red flag. It's a red, red flag, flag, my good dude. And then, did you see that they recently came out with like another the secret thing? And they're like, "Well, we didn't tell you about this part. That's why you're not manifesting." No, it. So I okay. Please, so like, another
0: here's another like, shout out to a, another podcast. Um, and it's 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 one of the same co-hosts as Maintenance Phase. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Hodge. And he does a, a podcast with somebody else whose name I haven't memorized yet because they do not have enough episodes out. Um, called if books could kill, and their most recent one was on the secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they talked about the the I don't I can't remember what the book's called. Like the second, the more secret, the the bigger secret. I think yeah, it's like something like that. it's called the bigger secret. And he goes, Yeah, it's just the same secret. <laughs> right, it's exactly the same. If you have to buy a second book for them to tell you this same thing. Yeah, also amazing. that guy went to jail. Like, listen to the episode. Like Yeah. Well, and you know, yeah. here's
1: here's what I'm gonna say about The Secret. The Secret has some real nuggets of gold. It really truly right. does. It really talks about the power of suggestion and the power mm-hmm. of the mind, which is And ex-
0: manifestation, which but isn't
1: I don't think is all
0: bad. Yeah. No, and it's extremely powerful. However,
1: it's once not again all powerful. Once again, If something requires you, and I'm talking about spirituality here, to pay a shit ton of money to bring you miraculous results, it is a red flag. Honestly,
0: if it it doesn't even cost money, if it's saying it is the only thing you need, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. it's not the only thing you need. Nothing's the only thing you need. We're a we're a species built on cooperation. And Nothing complexity. you cannot get one thing from a, a single source. There's right. you can't do it. Don't don't get me started. Yeah. Did I get started?
1: I got That's <laughs> it's okay. Well, and the reason why I mentioned that was because the secret really was um my first introduction to mind over matter and mm-hmm. then and then things like affirmations. And I was like, right. hey, you know, the secret really put me on a journey. So I'm not yeah. if you found Um, benefits out of things like The Secret, that's awesome. Right. You know, I'm not going to say – Like I said,
0: we're equal opportunity. We'll say some good stuff. It has some nuggets. It has some nuggets. But you can't –
1: you're not fat because
0: you're thinking fat thoughts, which is like literally a line from the book. So like, you know, they take it like a little too far. So anyway, don't read The Secret. I I have a problem
1: with the um... manifesting thinness – I have a problem with the toxic positivity movement, because it Uh really, it really truly tells you to not process your quote unquote negative emotions. Yeah. Because it'll bring about bad stuff. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, you need to let those emotions.
0: Here's the deal. There's a bunch of
1: people born into abusive
0: childhoods, like. They're too. They were not thinking abusive thoughts when they were right. born. Right. It's not their fault. And I think the secret tries to make people believe that if if it's coming to you, then you are manifesting it, whether you know it or not, and that that blames you for your trauma. And don't mm-hmm. get me started. Anyway, you can visualize. Yeah. So, um, so. You, you visualize your intention, what you want, what you need, what you can, what can help you keep that intention in your mind, in your body. Again, it's, it might be all like, you know, just the setting of intention, keeping it in your body. Maybe there's like a magical element that we haven't discovered yet about that. We don't know why it works, but it does. Um, and they've, they've done studies. So it does work. Yeah. So there are studies. I mean, that's what the Some studies reference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's an article linked below
1: an for anybody who wants to know about I... it. Um,
0: So correspondences. So that is um, using symbols to strengthen connection between your intention and the universe. So I read an article by, oh, what was her name? Uh, did I not write it up here? Hold on.
1: Hold please.
0: I, doop, doop.
2: Okay, hold on.
1: Is Lilu being bad?
2: No, lightnings. I'm surprised you don't hear him. He's all like, oh, like oh. pet me. Oh, there he is. He's like, <laughs> Love me.
1: mama, mama, why, you know, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Oh. I did
0: have to edit out a lot of his things on the Wheel of the Year episode. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is
1: so cute. I shouldn't have to edit it.
0: Did you keep them um, so you could
1: put it in like a blooper reel?
0: Oh, I should. I <gasps> I have the the raw data, so I can just get pull it okay. again. Okay. So um, so her name's Azila Kelly is the the writer of this article for Allure. Um, so in her article, she uses the example of doing love spells on a Friday, which is the day associated with the planet Venus, and Venus is mm-hmm. associated with love. So if you do a love spell on Friday, it's like. You're using that connection with Venus, the correspondence with Venus, to help like oh, give an, it more energy. Yeah, it's an channel amplifier. the energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you know how I feel about love spells. So then I have a little um, spiel about if they don't want you, drop them. Who gives a shit? I don't. I hate them already. Um. So.
1: <laughs> well, and <laughs> um, and then do you want somebody that? you will always question whether they decided to be with you because they wanted to or because of a spell.
0: And I tell my husband this all the time. If you're not a hundred percent in this, we're done. We're done. If I'm not a hundred percent in it, we're done. Yeah. Like everybody has to be a hundred percent in or I'm, I I'm happy by myself, girl. Um, What's that new song? I can buy myself flowers. I can take myself myself flowers. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently dropped on his birthday very close to my birthday um and I was like that's that's all I got out of that like oh okay I don't care about him so um so um another thing with correspondences is you can use like um crystals so like a turquoise for a good luck charm or an amethyst to clear your mind so I often have trouble with like ruminating on the same thoughts that upset me um, so, and like constantly thinking about like something that somebody did that pissed me off. Um, so I like to keep an amethyst by my bed to help quiet my thoughts at night. Um, so maybe it's the reminder, like, oh, okay. You know, I'm, a, I have my amethyst here. It's going to remind me to, you know, try and work a little harder to clear my thoughts. Or maybe it's, um, you know, magic or maybe it's just, you know, I had sent an intention with that crystal and it's igniting in my body who knows whatever works
1: no i think it's all of the above yeah because it's all the same thing. um
0: right so um kelly also in this article discusses um contagion spells um so the idea behind that is that once in contact always in contact which i had not heard this sort of um line of thinking before so i found it very mm-hmm. interesting Um, So you use something that belonged to the target of the spell and your magical intentions will be magnified because you have something that was physically connected to the subject. So Uh. I I kind of read that like I'm very I mean, you could read it like the really like, you know, you get a lock of their hair to do a love spell or whatever. Like that's a little creepy. That's a little invasive, I feel like. But the way I read it in regards to my life is that I made my big cat a um, little sweater um, when she was sick. And so now I still keep that little sweater in my room. Um, by our ashes and it makes me feel close to her it brings me comfort is that magic I don't know again whatever works and like a bunch of people will wear jewelry that was passed down through generations which mm-hmm. I think is so powerful bringing all the goodwill and hopes from the generations before you for the future into your everyday activities how could that not be a luck charm you know what I mean like how, yeah. could, it, how could it not be um, so that's kind of how I liked the contagion thing because it the contagion one
1: can get a little creepy really fast well um, and then depending on your avenue of magic um a lot of times that's required you know so mm-hmm. if we're talking about um so what's popping up for me is a practice of voodoo and hoodoo mm-hmm. um where a lot of those things you require a connection in order to to create, you know, to for it to be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm going to put my asterisk here. Voodoo and hoodoo are, in my opinion, closed practices. And there is a lot of stigmat- stigmatization surrounding those uh, magic ways. So do your research, talk to some people, you know. But that's often what we think of. Yeah, you know like if you're so going that's... to if you're gonna have a poppet, you almost always have to have something of that of them. yeah of, you know and the really cool thing is I uh so I came across a. Uh, I didn't buy it but it was it was kind of it was almost like a gentrified version of this and I hate, kind of hated that I liked it but it was um positive pop- feelings too yeah they were positive oh. where you could put your own hair or clothing or something mm-hmm. or somebody else's or they had them for pets too oh cute. and you could like do super positive things to them and be like you know it's the opposite of like a curse or like whatever right yeah um, like a blessings doll. yeah 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 very much like a blessings doll
0: yeah um so then there's inversion um So this is like warding off bad things. So the best example and the example that Kelly uses in her article is the evil eye. So people wear an evil eye to ward off the evil eye coming to them. Um, And that's why we drink is a podcast that we've mentioned a bunch of times. And they do a whole episode on this. It's very good. um, Very in depth. I also have a friend whose mom does evil eye magic. And I want to interview that person and i don't know if i'm gonna be ever be able to um but so fingers cool. crossed keep your fingers crossed um side
2: note i've noticed that that symbolism the evil eye is like mm-hmm. uh-huh. really popular right now yeah. oh like, yeah it's super in. so yeah that would be really easy i even have a
0: <laughs> yeah I, I even bought some evil eye because after i listened to that the so basically the thing is like um you know, the idea was, like, somebody would give you the evil eye and it would, like, steal your beauty. I can't remember everything from the episode. We're going to do a whole episode on it one day yeah. eventually. Um, So I'll have more information then. Um, But anyway, so you wear it on, like, jewelry to, like, ward it off. And so people would put it on babies because I guess it would get cast on babies a lot. Because, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, trying to steal youth maybe. Um. Anyway, listen to that, and that's why we drink until we do an episode about it, and they have a lot more um, info, real information (laughs) instead of, like, half-remembered information from the episode that I listened to a while back. So, um, let's see. So, then there's repetition. Now, this is where you can get yourself in trouble with your brain. Um, So, don't let your brain trick you into thinking that you have to be doing stuff. Um, But, so, I feel like repetition falls under the psychology umbrella, um, but it's doing something repeatedly can be the spell itself. Um, the one that that Kelly mentioned in the article and that I just absolutely adore is using a broom to sweep your home of negative energy and cat hair. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I put in my notes, make chores magic again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I'm gonna do them. Is <laughs> their <laughs> magic. So uh, you know, you can sweep and um second thing take out all that negative energy so it's in the dust uh-huh.
2: i was told when we were in the military we moved to houses several times uh, mm-hmm. several times and i was told by my mother-in-law that you should never take the broom that was used at that house to your next house that you should leave it at that house ah yeah so and I what does no that idea. do Did
0: did she say why
2: I think it's because you've used that broom with that house and that energy. It's just one of those superstitions. So from her generation, they had superstitions. Right. Yeah. They didn't put any thought behind them. They would just not do it or do it. Right. And so I'm wondering if it has to do with that fact that, like you said, you're using it to clean the energy.
0: Right. It brushes the negative energy out, and then you don't want to bring that negative energy into a new
1: right house that I
0: was
1: going to say something that we were told was that um getting like a broom for your first like house or when you first move into somewhere is like a really big deal so I started picking that back up and starting to give people when they moved um going on like Etsy and finding people who like make brooms handmade brooms. And, like hand make brooms and then I give it to them and I'm like you can either use it to clean or have it like put it above hang up
0: go- yeah. yeah um so anyway we're making chores magic again it's basically
1: magic. yeah
0: I <laughs> I'm reclaiming the phrase <laughs> I feel like anybody who's listened to this podcast even this single episode knows how I feel yeah. About Anybody used,
1: related to that phrase. On occasion, sometimes this helps me. I pretend that I'm in a Studio Ghibli film. And then cleaning becomes cathartic. But the last two years, it has become a nope thing with my ADHD. Where it's just like, no. And I'm like, please. Please, executive dysfunction. Please, task initiation. Please just let me. And it's like, no thanks. Yeah. No. Tell you what I do want you to do. I want you to make a hot chockey and drink like four of them. <laughs> make tonight. another dish. Right. <laughs> <Don't watch. laughs> how does that sound? Right. And it's like okay. That's what I've got this emotional or I've got the mental currency to do. But yeah. 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 Make make this so, magic again. Yeah. I have to
0: figure out how to do that with dishes because I will not do dishes. Um, So I Let's see. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I wouldn't get caught up um, in the rules that people have for spells. Um, It's the intention that matters most. Um, There is a live video that Lisa Papez did. And now it's like on YouTube as not live anymore because it's not live anymore. Um, But she said um, about how you can bring magic into your everyday. I'll try to find the video that I watched and link it down below. Um, cause I don't remember the name of it right now. Um, but like, she's the one that mentioned like when you pour your milk into your coffee or put sugar into your coffee or like imbuing sweetness into your day, or I like the idea of like, okay, I'm pouring milk into my coffee. I'm making everything less bitter. Things are gonna be mellow now because I have mm-hmm. milk and by milk, I mean soy milk. because um, <laughs> things would be. A lot more bitter if I put regular
1: milk. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you,
0: be bitter for about four days.
1: That would be a, that would be a, a curse rather than <laughs> like, a, oh God, what have I done? No. Nope.
0: Um. So let's see. So that's kind of all I have about spells. How do you guys like to do your spells, Brittany? You probably do more spells. How do you
1: like to do them? Um. Well, yeah, Yeah, so it's gotten to the point now where um, I have a few different types. So I have ones Mm -hmm. where I will call it a ritual, which is where um, for me, it has more steps it involves more tools. It involves more focus, um, you know, and it's it's um... would you consider a ritual more of like a type of spell? For me personally, not yeah. not like in actual... In general. Yeah, yeah, in general, no. For me personally, that's just what my brain has tagged it. Like, if I'm doing ritual, then it's usually a, a, a bigger thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of the time, those involve me doing a spell for someone else. Mm-hmm. Or it involves someone else. Um, or... Um, you know, if I'm doing it for myself, it will often be like during some sort of astrological event where I'm like, now's a good time to do it. So I'm going to do it or a Sabbath, you know, um, so there's those. And then I have, um, ones where it's visualization, very, very, very strong visualization. And that's almost in every spell. Um, but I was thinking about something that I have done in the past, um, That maybe that our listeners could possibly do or you guys could do. So, um, (laughs) going back to bras, you know, um, and like lingerie or like sets or anything like that. Um, I have in the past and I kind of do it today, imbued certain bras and undies and lingerie with different intentions as amplifiers. Um, or that word that you said before that my brain was like, I'm not going to log that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> where you use I don't know what word where, you, where you use something to amplify the, the spell. Like a crystal or a... Oh, a correspondence. Correspondence. There we go. Yeah. So, um, you know, or a piece of clothing or perfume. Um, recently, I've started doing it over lipsticks. Um, Ooh. And um, for me, um, invoking Aphrodite. Um, because that's just what came to me. And asking her to imbue those things with magic. Um, and what it is for me is it's not, I'm not trying to make other people find me more attractive. It's more of I amplify my self-love and my self-worth and knowing that I am worthy of these things it's big it's it's big empress energy really um, oh yeah 23 is empress energy for me all the way um get it yeah and i was like so so those are spells that i will often do um where i kind of sit there and i like the only word i can think of is imbune i imbune yeah the object with an intent and then when i wear it I feel that um, so I do that a lot and then I do a lot of praying which mm-hmm. sounds weird um, especially because I am not Christian
0: yeah but when you grow up with a bunch of fundies around you I don't pray for that specific reason is because I get the fundies ruined it for me so I yeah I, I mean I basically I just do it without calling it that but yeah, yeah I mean, and I'm- I don't pray to anybody Unless it's to big cat
1: that's right <laughs> um for me it is um I'm usually when I do pray, it's I am communicating my desires
3: mm-hmm.
1: to I say universe mm-hmm. so I'm speaking to universe, and usually it's in a moment where. Well, where are you making a wish, or something like that? But for me, usually, when I'm praying about something, it is for somebody else mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times, like' I'll, like okay, like today we went and we got a fancy coffee, right, and we pulled up to the drive through and um, we didn't realize that they had like just closed or oh. said, like like within like two minutes yeah. right. And so right. we we're like, oh, shit, they've closed. We'll go somewhere else. And so we pull forward and this kid in there was like, welcome to – can I take your order? And we we're like, "Uh." <laughs> so we pull up into the front window. We we're like, hey, sorry, we know you're closed. We'll just go ahead and go. And they're like, we haven't shut anything down yet. You can – it's fine. What do you want? And so, like – You know, I just felt so warm about that person because I was like, you know, I was like, that's really that's yeah, that's really caring. That's very kind. And so like in my head, I was just like, I really please let the rest of their day be seamless and let them Mm -hmm. have let it be good. If it can't be, you know, great, then let it at least be good. I really, really hope that they have a good rest of the day. To me, that's prayer. I am right. I Mm -hmm. am, you know, I have an intention. I'm gathering energy and then releasing it. It's just to right. the
0: universe.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, so now
0: he, it's going to be all eleven of us, all all three of us, and our eight listeners, right? Also should, sending that out, right? Wishing wishing that guy a so, good day. <laughs> yeah, two weeks yeah. from now, that guy's going to have a great friggin' day.
1: I certainly hope so because they were trying to get stuff done quickly, um, and then he ended up spilling my drink um Poor and then he was just like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i was like it's okay dude it's not a big deal we we're like hey sometimes yeah. lids do that it's a coffee lid right. you know because yeah. there's no reason to sometimes get cups stops. do that yeah right because we're just like whatever you know we're, because we're super chill people right there's no reason to be upset about that shit happens and i think that maybe he had just had a really rough day because he was just like I'm so sorry, it's going to take another moment. I am so sorry for the inconvenience. And we're like, dude, you're technically closed and you're doing us a favor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So We are
0: the inconvenience, thank you. Right, and it's just (laughs) like,
1: you know, so I think, I I don't know if I have a word for that. So it is prayer is what I call it, but it's almost like Mm -hmm. you are gathering. I call it sending good vibes. Yeah, or something like that where it's just like, Mm -hmm. I hope something really good happens for that person. I find myself doing that more versus doing, like, I would like that person to leave me alone completely. Yeah. Leave me alone completely. So, like, sometimes I'll do um what I call as a reflection spell, where I call it the I'm rubber, your glue spell, where I'm like... Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't wish anything bad on you. Honestly and truly, I don't wish anything bad on you. But I don't want anything to do with you ever again. <laughs> like, I... I want you on that side of the bridge. I want to be on this side of the bridge. I don't give a flying fuck. And the bridge if- is on fire. <laughs> yeah. The bridge is done. And that's I want- all. You can have your fields. I'll have mine. Right. I was like, I don't even care if you have a great fucking life. I don't want to wish okay. anything bad on you. But I want zero things to do with you for the remainder of this lifetime. Yeah. It is so- what I call a fuck off spell. <laughs>
0: So, you mentioned before we started about a cord cutting ceremony, and I would like to hear uh, more about that. Okay. Because I had some last day of Mercury in Ooh. retrograde. Yeah. People coming out from the past being like, Mercury's in retrograde. I got to do this quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so,
1: they didn't uh, have it on their calendars. So, yeah. Okay. So, I myself do cord cutting differently than I have seen other people do. So it well, probably will resonate with me then. <laughs> okay. Well, there's tons of ways to do it. There right, really, yeah. truly, absolutely fucking tons of ways
0: to but do it. But I don't know if you've noticed a theme. Uh, I like the pretty way of doing things. Right. I just noticed that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. This is what worked for me. Um, other people actually like to have like two candles – one that represents you know, one party and the other that represents a different party and then take like string or twine and tie it around the two and then light the candles. The candles eventually will burn the cord and so it is a... Unless you're using
0: LED candles so I'll have to go out and buy some.
1: Yeah. No, this isn't... (laughs) I was going to say this isn't the way that I do it. I don't do it this way. But this is what I've seen most people do. And then so, you know, as the candles burn down... The cord burns away. And so it is a, excuse me, it is a a physical representation of what you are wanting to happen Mm non-physically. Right. Okay. What I have found works best for me is to go into a meditative state, which for me is just extreme daydreaming, Because Mm -hmm. I'm very good at that. Um, And I will actually visualize like a cord that, um, and when I'm in this state, what happens to me is I don't ever, I don't even necessarily be like, oh, this, the, here's the cord. The cord is coming out of here. A lot of times I'll go into a meditative state and be like, oh, the cord is coming out of here. Like I will, I will visualize it. If you're somebody who doesn't do that, it's okay for you to be like, I see this cord that is connecting me and this entity, which can be a person, it can be a place, it can be a whatever. Then you visualize your tool of choice. So a lot of times for me, it's a knife. Some other people have scissors. Some people have. Do
0: not visualize your sewing scissors. I'm just going to, the spell will, won't work. You'll it will, die.
1: It will dull them. And Shelby will astro travel to you personally and And then kick- it won't
0: cut your visualized fabric right. anymore.
1: And you will and she will kick your butt. Um she'll feel a disturbance of the force. So yeah, you cut um <laughs> but visualize whatever sort of tool you have. Now um depending on the, the connection, um it can appear in various ways. I had a cord connection. That were literally was brambles um, going in and out of my body. And I had to use a hatchet to hack it and get it off of me. And then I had to rip it out of my body. And that was an extremely. um, We all know who it is. Yeah, it was a very, very, very toxic relationship. They're a Gemini. Yeah. You know. And okay. <laughs> okay. Once again, like with the Aries thing. I don't know. I no, I I'm,
0: I'm just referencing like, yes! we, like <laughs> I think I just listened to I cuz I just edited a different <laughs> one and I we we talked about it yeah the names in the gemini so we know which gemini it is we know
1: who it is yeah um the brambles gemini the brambles fuck that guy anyways so yeah but it it can be anything as big as that to anything as small as um i've seen it tied around my pinky and just been like bink i don't want anything to do that person anymore or that thing or that entity or whatever so you just visualize whatever it is you're going to cut it you cut that cord um, you allow it to go back to whoever or whatever it was connected to. And then, to me, it is imperative that you then have a visualization of cleansing yourself and healing. So, mm-hmm. with the brambles, I literally was like, lit myself on fire with sacred fire. I was like, burn it, burn the fire of it. Like visualizing, visualizing it. Do visualizing not it. light is yourself on fire. <laughs> This is a daydream, my good dudes, okay? I just want to protect us since we don't have lawyers. Yeah, do not not physically burn yourself, you dingus. So, but that's what happened. That's what it took for that to be purged and cleansed to get it all completely out. And then I visualized healing. That is a cord cutting ritual. That you can do. That you don't need any physical tools for. Zero tools. No candles for your cats. Right. Now if you. I always recommend. That you have something. Near you or around you. That makes you feel safe. So when you're going to do something like this. That you know. It can be extremely um, emotional. um, Wrap yourself up in a nice blankie. Have Have a nice scent going on. Um, you can even have um, music that tea. you like. Yeah, you can have like if you have a plushie or something like that that makes you feel safe. That works, you know, and I think that has a lot to do with psychology as much as it does magic because mm-hmm. to me they're the same. But that would be a good cord cutting thing for you specifically since you received something physical from that person. Um, I'm burning it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Burn it with fire. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, I wasn't sure what to do with it. And I started texting to my friend who is also strange with her mom. Mm -hmm. um, And she was like, uh, We both like Parks and Rec. And she Mm -hmm. was like, Well, Ron Swanson would burn an effigy. And if Ron Swanson does it, I feel like it can't (laughs) be wrong. And I was like, You know what? It can't be wrong. You're Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) So, and I have a white candle. uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take my white candle outside where the cats can't smell it. And Light it on fire and let it yeah. go.
1: You know, and that's something too, you were talking about like rules and stuff like that. If you feel like what Shelby talked about, a white candle, that felt that feels right to her. That feels like something that she should do. Also, it's, I had it. Uh, exactly. I, it was gifted to me. So I have it. Right. It's in
0: your repertoire. <laughs> that's the main reason I picked the white candle. Uh, it just happened to be white. And I was like, oh, cool. Purification yeah. can do. Exactly.
1: And Any like, other color,
0: I would have made a justification for it somehow. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And well, like, let's say that you are in the middle of something like that. And then you're just like, you know what, I would, I really feel like I need to go get, you know, that thing that I have. It's perfectly fine for you to listen to that and Mm -hmm. and go and do it. But I mean, that is, that's what I do with cord cutting. Um, If a physical representation works better for you, then do it. You know, Um, don't light yourself on fire. Don't light other people on fire. Um. don't be dumb, I love you, bye. Like, yeah. yeah, we
0: don't have lawyers, please don't cite us in the court case. Lauren, yeah. do you have anything that you would like to visualize or ways oh, that you sent in, set intentions?
2: I daydream all the time, all the time.
0: You've always done that because I remember you were talking about that when we were younger.
2: Yeah, so, and I'm a very creative and visual person. So that's kind of like, I can plan things and think ahead in my mind. And that's where I go to do that. So it's pretty easy for me to just go there naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other part of that question?
1: Do you I, do any you sort go. of spells?
2: My that's spells not- would be more along the line of like prayer. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. So I'll pray And when I say prayer, I I did pick that up through, you know, our upbringing and the Catholic church and whatnot. I know it's very connected with Christianity and religion, but I see it as more of a spiritual practice, Mm -hmm. not religious practice. Yeah. So I'll still pray and I'll pray to universe, God, if you need to put a name on all of it. I'll Mm -hmm. do that. Um... But spell work, I don't, I don't really do that. But I'll do the intention, like I'll do affirmations. Yeah.
1: But that is spell work. Or, yeah. <laughs> you okay, you're spells, right. You're right. Though. Yeah.
2: So if you want to generalize, do you think you'll it, start yes, with I do the with
0: the coffee thing, like doing. The, I already like, kind of do that, like, yeah. but I
2: use a frother, so like I'm just like, oh
0: yeah. So, hopefully it's
2: like mega, mega churning. So that's, bit, like you
0: know? okay. So like maybe energy, adding energy to your day right mm, yeah because you're energizing that milk making it nice and fluffy um okay so let's do our lightning round really fast um like what lightning. spell have you done that's actually worst with lightning um that is <laughs> or is like most potent have you done Brittany? you probably have an answer that you mean that's worked uh I'm sorry, what i thought you said that go ahead what spell have you done that's actually worked or was like the most potent
1: oh okay okay i i thought you said worst at first and i was like "Oh, well i did a binding spell i may have said i shouldn't have done
0: yeah sometimes my brain thinks it and then i say it wrong oh yeah
1: that's yeah i'll
0: say an adjacent word
1: yeah we call that britney language in my house (laughs) (laughs) um mm, okay Well, you think I have one. Yeah, I was going to well, say you Well, I don't know if
0: it worked. So I, you know, generally haven't, you know, done any spell work until I started getting all into all the woo-woo stuff, and that was just like a year ago. Um, woo-woo. woo And so, well, maybe. So I did ask Devin, our former guest, um, one time to do like a get the F away from me spell um, mm-hmm. for that person that I'm estranged with because I wanted them to stop talking to me and you know since my grandma passed that was working mm-hmm. um, I had not spoken one single syllable to that person since 2019 Bliss. and then all of a sudden they found my fucking address so um, that's what mercury and retrograde can do to old spells <laughs> I'm just saying um,
3: Doesn't So, but when- it, it
0: did work for a good four years So, um, and you know, if mercury hadn't gone in retrograde, maybe it would have lasted longer, but it did. And it (laughs) will again. Um, but I was also thinking, I don't know if this counts. Uh, It counts. It's my podcast. I guess it counts. Um, so (laughs) when you used to tell me how, like, you know, to like put your like spirit and your boundaries out and be like, this is my space to get ghosts out when Mm -hmm. I was like scared.
3: Mm-hmm. That has
0: been the most effective thing, at least for me psychologically, because anytime I get like scared in the dark or whatever, and I just do that, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm protected because it can't. Brittany said it it works, so it has to work because I believe her. <laughs> she has a master's degree.
3: <laughs> do not put me on a pedestal like
0: that. <laughs> you deserve a, me- peta- you, you no. a pedestal, ma'am. I do not ma'am. want it. I don't ma'am. want it. You get pedestal. a pedestal. I don't <laughs> want it
1: i don't wanna give you, me you get it ma'am no give me a nice manor in the woods i'll take that okay you get, you pedestal, get the manor in the woods and then people can it has a very strong foundation i love things with a strong foundation yeah <laughs> um it's just a very large pedestal very short very short very wide pedestal okay i i will take that i that specific pedestal yeah i was like please take what i say with a grain of salt and put in your own input in there please (laughs) um okay so i do wards around my house and a ward is essentially a boundary um i like to call it a semi-permeable cell wall some things are yeah! allowed. In. some things are allowed in, some things aren't. Um and I am the one dict I am the, the you know the nuclei dictating what that is and isn't. Um so because it science. It's I blinded you with science. Um that's what she tells the ghosts. Uh, I, I don't tell the ghosts. <laughs> Usually the ghosts come in the they can't like, get through the semi-permeable wall oh that's That's fair you tell them yeah that's fair um so i have started doing a lot more work with uh angels which is a weird (laughs) super fucking weird um but here we are and so i started doing I refresh my wards about once a month. I try to do it on the first Friday or the first new moon of the month. Does it always work out that way? No, but it's always better, you know, late than never. So I know lightning. I'm so (laughs) glad you agree with me. Exactly. Better late than never. Um, If you miss the full moon, new moon, whatever astrological thing, still do it. Still do the thing. It's fine. Um, So I use like salt water to like wash the um, doorways. And then, like, I sprinkle some salt and some, you know, and then I use specific symbols um, on the door, and I'll write it in salt water. And it, that's called marking or marking your door. Um, you can use, like, holy oil and, and all kinds of stuff for that. It's whatever you want to do. It's up to you and your budget. Um, but Big salt cat water, holy water works. Yeah. Big cat holy water. You know what? But salt and water is great. So um, one of the things that I put in there that I said I stipulated was if you come into this home and you have bad intentions or manipulative intentions towards, you know, something negative or unwanted, um, whether you are aware of it or not, I want you to feel ill in this home. I want you to feel anxious. I want you to feel uncomfortable. I want you to feel ill ill, and I want you to leave. I don't want anything. I don't want you to be actually become ill. I just want you to be like, I'm uncomfortable. Therefore, I'm leaving because I don't want you in this house. If that's how yeah. you feel. So blah, 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 blah. Be gone. As far as I'm concerned. um, Yeah, there has been a couple of individuals who have come over and have left feeling sick wow a couple of on several occasions at this point now since i've been doing that and i'm like "Uh uh-huh suspicions confirmed and the thing is is like i don't want anything permanently detrimental to happen to them because to tell you the truth I think that baneful magic, which is magic that people think of baneful magic, they automatically think of like bad magic or magic that's evil or mean or black magic or whatever. It's not. Bane of
0: my existence.
1: Right. That's how I think of it. Yeah. Technically baneful magic is um, a lot of protection magic is actually baneful magic, believe it or not, because you're like, if if A happens, then B happens and it's not pleasant, you know, so, yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Help me. Where was my train of thought? They got ill. Spells that work? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I do not think that doing baneful magic just for the sake of harming somebody is good. I think that if you're like, you know, because I've hexed two people in my life. They deserve it. One of them was a rapist. They fucking deserved it. Um, But even with that, I was like, once you have figured it out and you understand to the fullest extent that what you did was wrong and it's not okay and you cannot do that anymore, then spell is null and void. It's gone. Because for me, I'm like, if you're going to do painful Magic, it should be to teach a lesson.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and like I said, I've only ever done it to two people and one of them was a rapist and they definitely deserved it. Um, we are pro-hexing rapists. Yes. So. I'm for it and I don't feel bad about it at all. Um, but you know, the other thing is like it's the same thing as the fuck off spell. Like, I don't want anything necessarily permanently bad to happen to you, but I just want you to kindly fuck off. Fuck mm-hmm. off for forever. <laughs> like, I-, I don't care if you win the, the lottery and have an amazing life for the rest of your life. That's grand. But I want it to have nothing to do with me. I don't want to see you, hear you, or think about you for the rest of this life.
0: Goodbye. Like Lauren, how about you and Lightning? <laughs> have you guys had any spells that worked?
2: <laughs> that's not my dog. That's Brittany.
1: It's that's Percy. Percy. <laughs> oh that's Percy. Yeah. So a short husband's making dinner and he's not giving it to her. So oh, she's come. That's rude.
0: She's come into the
1: office to look at me and tattle on him, <laughs> and I'm like, my my small child. I am sorry. Just because you want the spaghetti carbonara does not mean you get the spaghetti. Carbonara. I want the
2: spaghetti carbonara.
1: <laughs> Listen, short husband. I mean, a humble brag here. That gentleman makes damn good carbonara and damn good Alfredo, and it's like. I am never going to be a skinny woman, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's perfectly You're fine. You're beautiful cause... enough. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, so she. Yeah, Michael talent. and I were
0: both. Michael and I were both pretty dumb, because neither one of us married good cooks.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, did you just insult my friend? <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you just insult she's my not friend? a good cook.
1: <laughs> that's fine. Does you. that make her dumb?
0: I guess not yet. Yeah, you're right. No, We're not no. dumb. We're not. You're not dumb. It's just we cooking didn't have is, the
1: forethought. Cooking is not a strong. That suit. other
0: people could cook.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Like, I can't. You know, math is not my strong suit or Excel. That's why I talk to you. <laughs> I'm like, please Shelby, Help me. Like, I'm always here for you. Did I tell
0: it, you about my Freaking the sheets mug? No. No. So my no. friend got me. A, it has a spreadsheet on it, and it says oh. the sheets
1: i I love everything about that <laughs> Lauren tell us about your most potent oh, God. spells tell i us. swear
2: I've been over here trying to think um
1: or just one that you were like oh that worked
2: well I kind of do what you do with the banishing bit mm-hmm. sup differently I've always I always um when I pray i'll I'll make the intention or say the intention of like no evil spirits, only good spirits. So mm-hmm. like only good things, good positive thoughts, energy, no negative thoughts, energy. I'll put that into my prayers or thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, And I do. So I heard this. I don't know if it was from you or from something else, but a long time ago I heard that you should put a mirror by your front door so that whenever someone walks in – where something energy-wise walks in, it gets mm-hmm. trapped in that mirror. Or So I just back do out. that. So I do that. Huh. And then um, I nonchalantly uh, put bells on my door to train my dog to tell us when to go outside. Okay. Side note, that worked when he was a puppy. He no longer does that. <laughs> but I keep them there because you also told me that bells ward uh, off negative energy too. Mm-hmm. So, so wind
1: chimes, um, wind chimes will do that as well. Uh, or okay, bells, great. Yeah, or I have, bells I have on one your... of those too. <laughs> yeah, so it's essentially it's a it's a sound. Yeah, that barrier. makes sense. Though. Yeah, it's like pure... a
0: sound barrier.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's purifying with sound. Also, very much associated with um, good fay. So that's another. Thing. Well, I have
2: one that that's hung out in a tree. Mm -hmm. And my mother-in-law actually hung it. And it's got this really deep.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are the best.
2: (laughs) Sound. Yeah. So I've done those. Do either
0: of you track your spells?
2: No. Uh,
1: I would like to (laughs) if my brain let me. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I am a trash goblin. (laughs) That
0: doesn't work. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I haven't tracked anything. Just maybe I'll start tracking this thing. Well, why haven't okay.
2: you put it on a spreadsheet yet, Shelby? <laughs> right. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I heard you were freaking free. Don't sheets. give me an excuse to make a spreadsheet. I'm I'm making it right now.
1: Okay, but okay, It'll okay. Be in the
0: the three, I'll put I'll put a tab for each of us. Perfect. I love it, and
1: we'll track it. But I love that though because that is utilizing a talent of yours. Like, uh, okay, lesson, teachable lesson here. Utilize what's natural to you to your advantage. In all things, including magic. So, if you're really, really good at Excel, like Shelby, why the fuck not use that to track spells? Do
0: I do Excel magic? That's my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ponder that and come back next week and let you guys know. Um, <laughs> yeah. If any of my Excel magic worked, I'll track it in in another tab in Excel. I love it. Um, do either of you have a favorite
1: spell? No. Okay. So. Um, it's something that I have turned into a spell, that I'm trying to memorize. The words from, um, it's from Studio Ghibli's movie Castle in the Sky. Have either of you seen that? Have I seen that one. I don't know. I have not. I think okay. I've seen Hal's movie. But I know Castle. what you're talking about. Okay, so Castle in the Sky is um extremely shortened thing. There, one of the main characters um has a necklace made of a very very precious um material like crystal and um it was one of the things that like um it has a lot of power in it right so her grandmother teaches her a spell that um is in a different language and it says you know um help me or save me and return the eternal light or something like that um i fucking love it because i was just like it's just like a a cool thing um and like i have it in google pulled up and it's like lito la puritos ulos elelos um balolete or something like that but it's essentially like asking for protection through light and uh-huh. for some reason it's kind of like you with the maori spell yeah that is your tr- heart yeah it just really like spoke to me and like i have to i have that clip on youtube pulled up and i listen to it over and over again to be like ah yeah brain we brain we you remember that fucking song from choir in high school about paul and his chickens <laughs> not the whole thing but part of it well, most of it yeah. yeah like i i remember the kluk kluk part and the paul Cena Hugin. like <laughs> i've sung that yeah, yeah did we was- sing that in our choir we or did sing you it sing together? it together it was yeah like, yeah it's the choir that we were in together yeah. yeah i remember that now you guys i just recovered like, a memory and right? i'm just like if you can fucking remember that you can remember this just drill it into your head um but yeah so i do um work with archangel michael which is super a lot of people do yeah, whatever and i think it's an aspect i don't think it's actually like the York what people. a hoe right i mean <laughs> when you're the prince of hosts and god's governor over his armies i mean you know governors are busy you, you know, know president they're not doing as
0: much right. governors they're really they're really
1: are, doing a lot they're doing a lot you know and this is yeah. you know you know but like um so i've been learning um michael's prayer on the back of the prayer candle that I got because I was like okay I need this apparently that's weird but okay um but I've been saying that to him when I I'm like hey like this is a a thing that like if I'm feeling a certain sort of way and I say this I need you to come in and do Mm -hmm. something about it so I will
0: give you a a tip on memorizing as somebody who's memorized a bunch of things um, if you write it down that will help it will help solidify in your brain if you've already tried Listening like audially and visually mm-hmm. seeing it, um, writing it will be another way that it'll like connect in your brain Yeah, um, I- with your neurons, etc. Yeah. Um, so like one way you could do that and make it fun is like, write it in like a cute little font and then like hang it up by your computer or something. And then you have like a cute little wall hanging at the end and you didn't just write it down a bunch of times. Hmm. Um, I've written a lot of lines down that way. <laughs> I, a lot of lines to a lot of plays.
1: I will take <laughs> down
2: in random notebooks.
1: Any free tips that I can get? Yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Um, Lauren, do you have a favorite spell?
2: I mean, apparently I like you know, only good First. positive energy near me and no negative yeah. energy. So, I guess that's no my favorite. No, negative energy
0: spell yeah, I think I guess mine would have to be the coffee thing because I only bring it up every single episode so. right. <laughs> uh, that I guess that one's mine. Well, you guys, I think I think we made it through another episode. How mm. about that? Yeah, um, so next topic will be in bulk because it's in bulk is coming up. Yeah. Um, which also means Groundhog's Day is coming up. Right. <laughs> um, uh, always remember to email your questions, your comments, your stories, and more to CharmedAndAlarmed gmail.com. All the hate mail addressed to Shelby in the subject line, please. Uh, I will <laughs> yeah. enjoy it. Thank you. Um, don't support us on Patreon because we still don't have one because we all have full-time jobs. And rate and review. Again, same thing funniest review will get read. Right now we only have one review. It's five stars, though, um, on Apple Podcasts. So go get an Apple device and then download yeah. Apple Podcasts and then <laughs> please review us with five stars. And if it's funny, I'll read it out loud to all 11 of us to laugh at nice. um, together. Follow like. us on social me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Like> me. <laughs> like me.
0: He's saying that translates to follow us on social media at charmed underscore alarmed and then again i have this twice in the post show announcements and i have not removed it yet rate and review us i will read it <laughs> thanks so much for listening i'm shelby i'm lauren and i'm Brittany.
1: and we are charmed and alarmed thanks guys